Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Yak has a Twitter. Oh, the Yak has a Twitter. The Yak has a Twitter and he's got four followers. The Studio DNA Network presents Sports Yak. Two guys talking sports and stuff like that, and stuff, and other stuff. And now here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. Take it away, you dopes. And here we go with episode eight of Sports Yak. Hi there, my name is Corey. To my right at the octagon of broadcast tables. Is this an octagon? One, two, three, four, five, six. It's a hexagon. The hexagon of broadcast tables. There's Chuck Freebie to my right. Chuck, good morning. Good morning. Why did you change seats? I don't know. I've got no real... I, I sat across from you at first. For seven shows, you have sat across from me. And now, today, episode eight, you've decided to change it up and change seats. Maybe it's because I'm a little hard of hearing and my right ear is my best ear, so I'm hearing you better. Thank you, Papa Bear. You're welcome. Um, I did have our engineer make this table this way for us so I could sit across from you, but for some reason, I'm... Deciding to sit next to you. Yeah. I'm just going to try it out. Well, if you think by sitting in that chair you're going to be as handsome as Ryan Lightfoot, I got a, I got another thought for you, pal. I can't wait to see the numbers on that episode. That very might well be our best, most downloadable listen to episode ever next to episode one when we made the announcement. Right. Let's grade me sitting next to you at the end of the show how you feel about this because I might move back episode nine. Okay. I'm leaning that way right now. Here are some comments from Twitter. Keep up the good work with Sports Yak. I think an interview with Bronson Yoder should happen. When is the last time Notre Dame football scored over 50, and when will it happen again? That's Jonathan. And uh, I did not respond to the Bronson Yoder part of Jonathan's text because, well, I don't know that Bronson can get out of school to come join us on Sport Check. Perhaps there will be a Friday where he might be available. We could always go to him. We could take the show on the road. Sure. Uh, the part about 50 is Notre Dame scored 50 against Miami of Ohio last season in 2017. When will they score 50 again? 
Could be against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is not that strong team this year. This is great. I love it, and I love your new show. Can't get enough, Jackie. Well, thank you, Jackie. As I let our team know yesterday, you know, playing with a sense of urgency, uh, noontime start. I really like the way our guys prepared. Preparation uh, for us had been okay this year, but there wasn't a sense of urgency. I thought we played with a sense of urgency, and uh, uh, I made sure that they knew that that's kind of our standard now. What we need to do better, I think, is, is do that with the consistency week after week. That sense of urgency is going to be needed, certainly this weekend, against a very good Stanford team. So, uh, Tuesdays, Chuck goes and checks out the Brian Kelly press conference. Uh, here's the subtitle, I Know Who My QB Is. I think he does, and I think it's Ian Book. There's no reason to expect that there would be a change, but he is trying to keep Brandon Wimbush engaged. He is trying to keep him sharp because you're really only one play away, one injury away from using your backup quarterback. So, And there might be some packages against Stanford where Wimbush is a better look, particularly down the red zone. We've talked about this before. It baffled me this year the way that Kelly was using his quarterbacks in the first three games where he would bring in Ian Book to run in the red zone when Brandon Wimbush has been extremely effective throughout his career running the team in the red zone. I saw a tweet last night, two quarterbacks is the new one quarterback. A lot of schools are doing it. Alabama has been doing it this season as well. Uh, Clemson has just decided to change quarterbacks, and they're undefeated on the year, but they're going with their freshmen. Tell me what's going through the mind of a Brandon Winbush at a game like last weekend and a possible you might be sitting on the sidelines again this week. Well, I think there has to be a certain amount of frustration. I mean, you're a competitor. You want to be in the game. You want to be making plays. You came to Notre Dame to be the starting quarterback, and you had the job. You didn't lose. You were 13-2 and as a starter, and suddenly you no longer have the job. But that seems to be, as you just mentioned, this two-quarterback thing seems to be the new trend in college football, at least this week. If it is, who's doing it and it's working for them? Well, I mentioned some teams. Alabama. Alabama took out a starting quarterback that had been undefeated in the championship game. Now, granted, at that time, he was down by 10 or 13 points, and they put in Tua Tagovailoa. And I'm sorry, Tua Tagovailoa. That's right. And he rallies the team to win. And now Alabama is using both both quarterbacks, and it's working very well for Nick Saban. Did he say anything else at the press conference that uh, threw up a red flag or sparked any of your? Oh, listen to that. Um, I asked him directly about having a chip on the shoulder because they've lost to Stanford three consecutive years. And the fact that this senior class has not beaten Stanford at all. And he said, yeah, that is certainly a motivator. But he felt that in the last two games, they've really beat themselves. They had a 10 nothing halftime lead on Stanford two seasons ago at the stadium. Deshaun Kaiser threw a pick six, and the game turned around on a dime. Last year, Notre Dame led the game with 12 minutes to go and wound up losing big because they couldn't stop K.J. Costello throwing the ball, and the Irish decided to become Catholic charities and turn the ball over quite a bit. Shout-out to Deshaun Kaiser. I saw a great video of him building a playground in Milwaukee with the Packers. He's a good dude. Yeah. Trivia time. Help me out here. True or false, 
The Stanford Cardinal, the Cardinal's not a bird. No, the Cardinal is a color. Mm-hmm. That is the color of their uniform, is Cardinal. So a lot of people think it's a bird, which is why they have a tree as a mascot. Plus, they're out in Northern California, the area of the Redwood Forest and everything. So it's a it's a bit of a different place out there. So the tree is for geography, but they purposely do it because it's not about a bird. It's about a color. Right. Okay. And Much Cardinal, like the, what is that? Like a, it's a deep red. Deep red. Much like the big green of Dartmouth. Okay. That's a or the orange of Syracuse. Now is there a tree on the sidelines at Stanford? For the home games, yes. He's not welcome at the stadium. Oh. Is there a story there? Well, the Stanford band a number of years ago came and did a halftime show that mocked Catholicism. And really? Yes. What year was that? Uh it's been about twenty years or so now. How do you mock Catholicism in your halftime show? Uh, I think it had to do with the um, priests and nuns getting together and things like that. Really? Yeah. So they have not been invited back, and I believe the mascot is not invited either because he does some strange things as well. Well, he's a tree. Is it decorated like a Christmas tree, or is it just a green, it, like a pine tree? Like a evergreen pine tree. Did my ears deceive me, or did Purdue finally win on the radio the other day? Purdue did win, and not just on the radio, but everywhere else, as they defeated number 23 Boston College. First win of the season for Jeff Brome's team, who now goes out to take on a Nebraska team that has been a absolute train wreck this season. And so that should be an interesting game in Lincoln on Saturday. You can hear it on Pulse FM at 3.30. And once again, they'll uh, stay with their quarterback. It's not going to be Elijah Sindelar anymore. It's going to be David Blau. And Blau had a very good game against Boston College. I really like the composition of Purdue's team. I think they should be much better than 1-3 and three right now. They've blown some games late. They should be about a 3-1 and one team right now. And if Indiana, they were, there'd be a little buzz about them. Yeah, Indiana at Rutgers at noon. Indiana should be able to go out to Rutgers and get a Big Ten road win. Those have been tough to come by during the Tom Allen era. Indiana did not look good against Michigan State on Saturday night. They didn't get a whole lot of surge from their offensive line. They weren't able to make some of the big plays that they've been able to make. Fell behind early in that game, and the Spartans just executed very well and exuded dominance in Memorial Stadium. Uh, a couple of shout-outs, if I may. Sure. The LSU band this past weekend, what a halftime show. Excellent halftime show with a number of TV themes, including The Office, I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, let's see. what Parks, are, and, Parks Rec. and Rec was in there. And then they did the shape of Bart's head and did The Simpsons as yes. well. Yes.
Shout out to Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Did you mm-hmm. see any of this press conference? Yes, I did. I like what this young man had to say. I want to play a little bit of that for you. I just that's just kind of always been my personality. I mean, football is football is important to me, obviously, but it's just it's not my life. It's not uh, it's not like the biggest thing in my life. I would say well, my faith is. So that just comes from kind of knowing knowing who I am outside of that. So I just know, no matter how big the situation is, it's not really going to define me. Just just putting my identity and you know what what Christ says, what, who th- he thinks I am, and who I know that he says I am. So. Really, like I said, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what people think about me or how good they think I play or whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter. So that's definitely been a big thing for me, just uh, in my situation, just knowing that and having confidence in that. Then the Clemson coach kind of pipes in as well. What's his name? Well, Dabo Swinney is a uh, very faithful Christian and unabashed about it, and he has spoken out about his faith many, many times. So it's not surprising that one of his players – would feel very comfortable in expressing their faith as well. For some people, that might be uncomfortable if you're not Christian and not of the faith and, and feel like, well, maybe I have to you know, give in to the wishes of these people. But I've never heard of Dabo Swinney forcing his players to do any of this. This is all voluntary. I'm glad God ain't a coach. I can tell you that. I can tell you I'm glad because as a coach, you have to be critical you know, you, you, you've got to rank people. You've got it's, – it's hard, man. And um, I'm thankful that, that God ain't that way. You know, with God, he's – everybody's first team, you know. There is no first team, second team, third team. We're all five stars uh, with God. You know, and we all got an eternal contract with, with warranty, you know. We're under warranty. I'm glad God ain't a football coach. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, yes, yeah. from the Eagles. From the Eagles, came back – after an injury and started against the Colts last week, played very well, got the win against Indianapolis, 20-16. to But Carson Wentz, young man who is very Christian in his beliefs, does a lot of things to help the disabled, military vets, and uh, he's got a great food program now going on in Philadelphia called Thy Kingdom Crumb, which is a very clever name. Uh, but it helps um, impoverished people get a meal, uh, and they have a food truck that goes around, and he has basically put the money behind that. Carson here at the kickoff of Thy Kingdom Crumb opening night. Tell us the genesis of this truck, everything behind it. I mean, we're real excited. We announced it uh, in June, kind of a vision um, that their lead pastors has had for a long time of doing a food truck, um, to be able to go around to, to places in need and provide free food, but also provide uh, the love of Christ. So we just came together and uh, here we are at Thy Kingdom Crumb. And the name Thy Kingdom Crumb was, uh, who came up with that? Coming up with names might be the hardest thing. Uh, we had this group text thread going for quite a while, um, and finally one night it, it kind of hit me and I, I sent the text and everyone loved it and it stuck. It's night one, it's opening night, it, it, it's a success. But now we gotta, I gotta be your coach, right? I gotta push you forward. Where, where do we see this thing going? What's the goal? I mean, I think the biggest thing is sharing the love of Christ. You know, we're gonna provide them food, um, and we, we believe that'll physically fill a need, but um, we wanna fill a, a spiritual need along the way, and we'll just see with more donations and how much we can bring in to, to just provide, maybe a couple times a week, and, and Lord knows if this'll, uh, you know, take off and be a multiple food truck type thing in multiple locations. We're, we're creating the blueprint as we go here, so it's pretty fun. P.S. The truck? Philadelphia Eagle Green. Well, as you would expect. One wonders if they serve cheesesteaks, Philly cream cheese, other delicacies associated with Philadelphia. Well, I would hope not. That's an endangered species. Oh, that'd be bad? Yeah. All right. My apologies.
High school football, where are you at on Friday night? You know darn well where I'm at on I Friday do. night. Why are you asking that question? Because it sounds so sweet coming from them lips. Okay, well, we are at TCU Freed Field on Friday night to get our first look this year at the third-ranked Penn Kingsman in a key Northern Indiana conference tilt with the New Prairie Cougars. Be the first time that these two schools have ever met. It's funny, I was at New Prairie yesterday, and, and they see themselves as the underdog taking on this Goliath Penn, the small school. I do have to say, New Prairie was a much smaller school about 10 to 15 years ago. There has been incredible subdivision growth out in New Carlisle, Rolling Prairie, and they're now a Class 4A school, so it's not like you're going to have to hold a telethon for them. They, they have some things out there, and they have a team that's very capable of upsetting Penn. They run a option-style offense, and they have two terrific backs in their quarterback, Chase Ketterer, and their running back, Chris Mays. Mays is almost at 1,000 yards for the year rushing. Ketterer is over 1,000 yards between his rushing and his passing yards this year. His passing numbers have been phenomenal. 16 of 20 for four touchdowns, no interceptions. So they don't throw the ball a lot, but when they do, they're very efficient with it and hit some big plays. What's uh, what's their uh, season been like so far? They are 4-2, and two, but both of their losses have been to ranked teams. They lost to Andrean, which is number 5 in the 3A poll, and they lost to Mishawaka, which is number 5 in the 4A poll. You're doing something new this year on that end of things, doing Facebook Live. How have you felt about that year, a good number of games into the season now feedback from you feedback from fans i think it's been good that the feedback from fans the one thing we're working on let me pull the curtain back a little bit on this one thing we're working on is a way to try to get fans more scores of other games while we're doing our game now for years and and this is kind of creating some new habits for us because for years we had to be of the mindset our game is not going to be seen until 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it makes no sense to give a partial score of another game because that's going to be outdated by the time you see our game. Right Now that a lot of people are watching it on Facebook Live, we have to kind of get into the swing of this. But quite frankly, we don't have enough people on our staff to have just somebody sitting there collecting scores and things like that. You might say, well, why not get some high school kid to do that? We might be able to do that, yeah, but it's not something that we've had to do before. So it's kind of a, a new element for us to have to consider. Almost like a sports intern to either follow along on Twitter and feed you the scores. Right. I was at the Penn game last week, so I was trying to give you little updates. You were, and, and you were very helpful. You know, but at the same time, you're trying to call a game, and that's, you know, that's the thing. I mean, I've got the keys to the 46 Sports Twitter kingdom. And I can gladly seed those to somebody for a night, but i got to be able to trust the person I'm seeding them to. Oh, yeah. There's that. Sports Yak. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. The Flyers have a new mascot. It's called uh, Grit or Gritty? Gritty. Gritty. G-R-I-T-T-Y. And the amount of Twitter followers this guy already has. Well, he's gotten a ton of airtime, too. 47,000 already. So doing a little bit better than the sport check. (laughs) Hey, 
We're growing. We're in growing. It's a season. Uh, which leads me to my next, our next segment, top three sports mascots. You want to go of all time or currently? Well, I would go of all time. It's a very short list. It's three top three. Here we go. Three, two, one. Uh, number three is the gorilla out in Phoenix, Phoenix Suns mascot. Uh, extremely athletic. Uh, does a lot of stuff on trampolines, has great relationship with fans. Number two is the Philly Fanatic, has been able to get into it with a number of personalities, had a feud going with Tommy Lasorda for a while. That was great. Number one, the San Diego Chicken, because he is the grandfather of them all. I know that on another podcast you do called What Else with Corey Mann, uh, you have interviewed the San Diego Chicken, and I would gladly uh, refer people to check that podcast out, which is also available wherever you get your podcast. Do you mind if I sneak a little bit of that segment into this uh, segment? Well, let's take a pause and do that right now. What's the story of the costume? No, they actually rented a suit uh, off the shelf of a local costume company. Uh, th- there was no grandiose plan, Corey. It was just a uh, one-week, ten-day promotion. Uh, they just uh, rented the suit, uh, tried to find a college kid to dress up in it. Uh, but uh, with me, they found that uh, I put a little more initiative into it, a, a deeper thought process to it. I try to attract attention for myself. And it, it just manifested into this full-fledged promotion that caught the radio station off guard, that caught the, the entire community off guard. Because what I try to do is bring a little humor to what I was doing, a little animation, and so it just uh, grew from there. But the first costume was a papier-mâché outfit. It wasn't all that attractive, quite honestly. It was uh, highly unusual to see anybody dressed up in, a, in an animal costume attend a Padre game night after night after night. Uh, Corey, this was at a time when, when fans did not uh, paint their faces, did not come to a game shirtless. Uh, it, this was really, uh, really out of the blue and extraordinary. And uh, it, it caught everybody off guard. But uh, working for a rock and roll radio station, we relished the idea of something so improvisational and, and off the wall. And, and it attracted attention for what uh, the radio station was looking for. Sports Yak. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. The second K is silent. So this is the final week for Cubs for like regular season. I thought, God, let's hope it's not the final week for them overall. I thought it was going to coast into Friday's game. And, you know, and it it feels like every day is a different story. You're going to a big game on Friday because Mm -hmm. they're all big games now. The Cubs with a half game lead on Milwaukee as we tape this on Wednesday morning. Chicago shut out by Chris Archer and the Pirates last night, 6 nothing. Meanwhile, the Brewers were clubbing the Cardinals by a count of 12-6, to so Milwaukee a half game behind the Cubs. Now here's the good news for Cub fans. The magic number to make the playoffs mm-hmm. is one. One more Cub win or one more loss by either the Rockies or the Cardinals gets the Cubs into the playoffs could be as a wild card. But what you want to do is you want to win the division because the two wild card teams play each other in a one game sudden death winner takes all playoff to move on and you don't want to be in that circumstance. So if the Cubs get in that one, they lose that game, they're done. Right. 
if the Rockies or the Cardinals lose sometime in the next five days, if the Rockies or the Cardinals lose, the Cubs are automatically in the playoffs, but they still have to hold off Milwaukee for the division lead. Milwaukee has one game left tonight with the Cardinals. They have Thursday off, and then they go to Detroit for three at the end of the year, and Detroit hasn't been very good this season. The Cubs still have two left with the Pirates, Wednesday and Thursday, and then three with the Cardinals, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wouldn't you know, like, the Cardinals would love to knock the Cubs out of the division lead. At Wrigley. At Wrigley. My goodness. Yeah, I want to drive the Zamboni. Yes, I do. I saw this tweet, and uh, I noticed, like, you didn't say much about it, but I've I've learned through this program, you're not a big fan of preseason polls. No. Notre Dame hockey. Yeah, that, here's something about Notre Dame hockey. They're ranked number two nationally in the preseason poll. I think that's more of an homage to their finish last year, which was number two in the nation. Okay. But this year in the Big Ten, they're picked to finish third behind Ohio State and Michigan. So Do you that, like yourself some hockey? Oh, I love hockey, and I love going to the Compton to watch some college hockey. I called college hockey for four years back in the old Joyce Center Fieldhouse when Notre Dame, you know, for years in the 60s and 70s, Notre Dame had a varsity program that competed in the Western Collegiate Hockey Association, had rivalries with schools like Wisconsin and Minnesota and North Dakota. Then the program folded while I was in college. Hmm. And um, after my freshman year, they said no more hockey, and they went to a club sport for about three or four years. And they came back in the late 80s, early 90s, I think early 90s, as a varsity sport. And so I would call a certain number of games on the old 15-country WNDU back in the day. Really? And uh, primarily home games only, although we would go on the road for the playoffs. And uh, that was fun. That was a challenge. I had not called hockey before. And it was a challenge, but it was a lot of fun. How did you quickly learn the trade? Did you reach out to other people? Did you this is this is pre internet. Yeah. So you didn't you can't download somebody who's great at their craft. So how well, did you I had, I had seen hockey. It's not like I'd never seen a hockey game before. Okay. I had some understanding of it. Talked to the head coach a few times to to bone up on the rules and and maybe some of the techniques and nuances mm-hmm. of the game, and then of course you kind of you kind of learn some as you go. But it it's it's the art of calling this fast moving game where the players are actually changing on the fly. It's not like basketball where they sound a buzzer and oh here comes yeah Smith in for Jones. It's the puck is still moving and going on, and you have new players coming on and off the ice. When was the last time you called a hockey game? I filled in for Darren Pritchett, I want to say about three or four years ago when his mother passed away. Okay. And I called a a game over at the Compton, which was a a great experience. Yeah, good stuff. We're one month away from the greatest neighborhood outreach that you could possibly find. I call it Halloween where I'm from. Top five candies. Top five candies. I have my list. Should I do mine? Will it give you a chance to think about yours? That's fine. Go ahead. In number five, the classic Reese cup. Yeah. 
In at number four, the classic Hershey original chocolate bar with almonds. Mm, okay. In at number three. You full size or mini bar? Oh, I'm full size. Oh, you, yeah. do you give away full size candies at the manhouse? When man it's house? bonanza time, I'm hoss. Do you, no, do you give away full size candies at the manhouse? Well, because of the way the sale prices work, it's fun size. Right. You know, but if I had my choice. No, no, no. It's So I don't think you can sit there and say full size. When you're not handing out the full size. Sometimes shopping handles gets handled before I get a chance to go and get that. Full size Hershey original. Yeah, well, that's nice, but so are houseplants. You're not getting either one. And at number three, Twix. Yeah, overrated candy. Really? Yeah. And at number two, Kit Kat. What's the difference between Kit Kat and Twix again? Letters. Twix Twix has a little caramel in the middle, maybe? Well... The, those three, the top, my top three are the same. Number one, and you don't hear about it very often, but I'm so glad they crank it out. What you call it? Little rice crispy treat, basically yeah. with some chocolate on yeah. it. I think there's some caramel in there to kind of hold it all together. Yeah, that's all rice crispy treat. I don't think there's a graham cracker at the bottom of there. If I'm rating my kids' candies, okay, right, let's go. Number five, I'm going to say the. Um, Milky Way. Okay. The Milky fun Way size bar. Milky Way. Uh, number four, I would have to go with the Hershey's Crackle, which is... The red label? The red label. Isn't Crackle basically the Rice Krispie Treat? Is that Rice Krispie Treat it's as well? It's a little there? Rice Krispie Treat in okay. there. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with the Hershey's Special Dark Chocolate mm. in the fun size. Not a fan. What? Not a fan of the dark chocolate. Let me tell you something. You get a little dark chocolate, and uh, yeah, that's good stuff. That's Let me ask good you this: stuff. Is let me tell you something the therefore no. of the of no, the twenty first century? It is not. Therefore, is something, something used in an argument. Let me tell you something: is you're making a declarative statement. Okay. And dark chocolate is the premier chocolate. Agree to disagree. Number two. Three Musketeers. Name the Three Musketeers. Go. Doesn't matter to me. D'Artagnan, Bartholomew, and Nicodemus. Fred. (laughs) (laughs) We have no internet, so you're just going to have to believe this. Yes, exactly. And number one, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yeah, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That's a good one. Now, they sell a pound-sized Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yeah, that's too much. You think so? I just need the cup. You don't want to get that at the front end of October and just do it as a full month of celebratory? No, because I I don't I want to be able to fit through the doorway into the studio. Ah, it's overrated. Let me ask you this. Have you ever taken a Hershey candy bar and dipped it into peanut butter to go, let me see this for myself? Like a generic version for myself. Oh, you mean like the commercial they ran back in the nineteen seventies? Yes. No, I haven't. No? On your console TV? Oh, if only. <laughs> I've got uh, my notes are all covered. Do you, have we left anything out? Do you feel good? Well, do I feel good? Eh, no, but I'll work out tonight and I'll feel better. Listen to you. When we talk next, we can probably talk about uh, let's get you a big old forecast on the game Saturday night. By the way, Friday, here's a teaser for Friday show. Okay. I'll peel back a little bit as to the feature that I'm doing for Friday show. Oh, it's a home game, so you're countdown to kickoff. Yes. Oh, so get this. 
You'll be on at 6.30. I'll actually be on at 6 with New Center 16 at 6. Also, oh, you'll do the little the little sports morsel. Mm-hmm. Then you'll do the big show. Yeah. Then ballpark 11, 11.30? For postgame. Well, I'm pretty sure Saturday night is the season premiere of Saturday Night Live, so I can pretty much guarantee you we're out by 11.30. Oh, you can't miss that. Who's hosting? I have no idea. Have you heard it all? No. Hmm. Sports Yak, get ready for this. You can now follow us on Twitter. Right. At Sports Yak, two Ks. The second K is silent, Chuck. Well, yes. At 46 Sports, uh, That's Chuck, me. That's you. You can now follow the Yak on Instagram. Really? Sports Yak, two Ks. Once again, the second K is silent. Hi there. Help support the network that supports this podcast, Studio DNA Podcast Network. Check out this website, patreon.com slash studio DNA, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash studio DNA. The money you pledge basically goes to keeping the network up and running behind the scenes. I'm on board. I'm happy to say $10 a month. You can do it as little as $3 a month. Patreon.com slash studio DNA. This is episode eight of the Sports Yak. Thanks for listening. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode, an award-winning episode much like today's. Or leave us a review that says, hey, this show is absolutely horrible. What were you thinking? Or good job, guys, and a thumbs-up emoji. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sports Yak, proving anybody can have a podcast. Sports Yak. On the Studio DNA Network, this is Jimmy Schultz. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.